Shas Illuminated presents the following shir by Rabbi Naftali Greenberg. Meseches Nedarim has been dedicated by Mr. and Mrs. Yehuda Koenig in loving memory of Malka and Aaron Svi Krausman. We're continuing but first we'll just go back to the bottom of Daflam Zayin and Beis to Chazru over what the Gemara was talking about. The Gemara said, Amar of Yitzchak, Mikro Soifim Ve'itor Soifim Ve'karyon Ve'leksivan Ve'ksivan Ve'lekaryon Alachal Moshim Yisinai which means that there are psukim in the Torah that we read the words, even though the word is not written, or the word is written even though we don't read it. Then the Gemara goes on to just give different examples of this. First, the Gemara says that the word pras from the Pasuk in Shmuel Beis, from the Pasuk of the Belechtoi, meaning there's a Pasuk that says the Belechtoi lahashiv yodu binar, and the Gemara adds on the word pras, even though the Torah adds, we add in the word pras, even though it doesn't say the word pras in the, in the Pasuk in Shmuel, we say the word pras when we read it. Who had in the word ish from the pasuk of the kasha yishal ish bidvar elokim? We add the word ish, even though it doesn't say the word ish. So too, the word boim from the pasuk of the nivnisa, where the pasuk says hine yamim boim neum hashem bedivnisa hiir lashem. Even though it doesn't say the word boim, but when we read it, we add the word boim. The word la from the pasuk of the plata hishmiu el. Yishmiu el bavel rabim kol dorchei kash keshes chano aleis aviv al yehi la plata. We add the word la, and we're moisif the word s from the pasuk of the hugad who the hugate hugad li kol asher asisa es chamoiseich. All these cases are examples of words that we add to the pasuk that even though the pasuk doesn't say it. Then the gemara goes to explain the opposite: words that are written but we don't read them. Savan v'loy karyan. First example the Gemara gives is no from the pasuk of the Vayislach. The pasuk says v'yasi base rimo in Yislach no Hashem la'avdecha b'dava hazeh. Even though the word no is written, we don't we don't say the word when we're reading it. The next example on the top of Blamer Chesam Aleph, the Gemara says zois teham mitzvah, which means that the word zois is written, but we're not supposed to read it. It's interesting, both Toysus and the Ran both say that it's referring to the Pasuk in the 6th parak of Parshas Vetzchanan. And they both say that in Archum Mashrim, the word Zeus is not, is, not, is, not, is not a word that we don't read. We do read the word Vezeus. There's another type of Kriik Siv, where the Torah says one type of word, and instead of reading it like that, we read it in a different way. Unlike the other Kriksi that we just mentioned, that the Torah doesn't say anything and we put in a new word, or the Torah says something and we don't read it at all, here the Torah says, says it one way and spells it one way and we pronounce it a different way. In Parshas Kisavai, in Perkhav Ches Pasuk Lamed, the Torah says, Isha Te'ares Ve'ish Acher, the Torah says Yish Galena, and the way we're supposed to read it is Yish Gavena. Hai Gavna, there's an interesting Shari Ephraim. The Shari Ephraim says, that just, we know there's a halacha, that when a person reads from the Torah, he's mechuyiv to read the words from the Torah. He's not allowed to say the word Baal Peh. Says the Shari Ephraim, when he's reading this Pasuk, even though the word that he's reading is not written specifically like that in the Torah, it's written in a different way, he must look at the word that he's reading when he's saying the word Yishkevenah. So over here, he has to look at the word Yishkalena, and even though he's not reading that word, he's pronouncing it Yishkavena. He has to, that's the way, he has to look at the word anyway. He can't look outside of the Chumash and say the word Yishkevena Baal Peh. The Primagodim in Eshel of Ram, Simen Kuf Mem Aleph, Sif Katan Ches, explains, he brings from a Sefer Mi'il Tztoko, that says that according to the Bach, there's a, there's a Bach, a well-known Bach, in Simen Shin Mem Hilcha Shabbos, that says that if Shaiva, if wax, falls on Oisius of a Sefer Torah on Shabbos, the Bach is Bechadesh, that there's an Isser Moichek to scratch off the wax from the letters. I'm not going to go into that sugi now, it's a big sugi in Hilchus Moichek, but that's the Shita of the Bach. So the big Shaila in the Poiskim is, what if that happens on Shabbos? What should a person do? Because he can't take off the wax according to the Bach, it's an Isser of Moichek, and he can't read from the Sefer Torah, because then he has to read that word that's covered by the wax. He has to say it, Baal Peh. And we're not allowed to say a word from the Sefer Torah, Baal Peh. So what are we supposed to do? So he says, even if you'll tell me that according to the Bach, we can't read from that Sefer Torah, and we have to take out a different Sefer Torah, because it's also to read the word Baal Peh. But what would happen if Kihai Gavna, wax would fall on the word Yishgalena? 
So he wouldn't be able to read that word, and he would have to say the word Baalpeh. He'd have to say Yishkaven Baalpeh. There says the Mil Tzedakah that you do not have to take out a new Sefer Torah. It's very interesting. It looks like this Prima Godem, there's a little bit different sheet than the Shari Ephraim. Whereas the Shari Ephraim holds, you have to look at the word. The Prima Godem's Mashma that you also, he's also Mashma, you have to look at the word. But even though you have to look at the word Yishkalena, when you say Yishkalena, if wax would fall on the word and you can't look at it, then you'd be allowed to say about Peh. It's Mashma that Lichat Chila, you're supposed to look at it, but Bidiyevit is not Ma'akev. The Mogan of Ram in Simon Kufmem Aleph Sifkan Tess says on the words Nikres Binyan Acher, the Shulchan Aruch brings down this halacha that sometimes the word is written in one way and it's read in a different way. On that halacha, the Mogan of Ram says, Afal Pisha Koyre Be'alpeh Shari. The Mashmos of the Mogan of Ram is that, you, it's that, it's that there's no halacha bechlal that you have to read from the Sefer, meaning it's in all the cases of Creek Sieve where the Torah is right, writes it one way and we pronounce it the, a different way, it's an exception to the rule that the word has to be read directly from the Sefer Torah. The Shulchan Aruch there in Simin Kuf Memal of Sif Ches brings a Maisa Be'echad Shekara Kavmoy Shehaya Ksuva Bifnei Gdoyle Hador HaRabonim Rav Yitzchak Abuav VeHarav Rav Avraham Valansi VeHarav Shmu Valansi Bnoi Somebody got an Aliyah and he refused to read the word the way it's pronounced. Rather, he wanted to read the word Zavka the way it's written in the Torah. The Shulchan Aruch continues and says, The G'daylem warned him that he must read it the way of the Messiah, which means the way that it's supposed to be pronounced. And he did not listen. They put him in Cherem and they took him down from the Aliyah and they didn't let him lay anymore. Very interesting story. It's brought down in the Shulchan Aruch. The Gemara continues and says, Amar of Achabar Adab Marava Poskin Lahadim Psukin. In Marava, they would take this one Posuk and turn it into three separate Psukin. The Gemara is talking about a Posuk in, in, in Parshish Yisroi that says, It's Perk Yutes, Posuk Tes, Vyemer Shem El Moshe, Yine Nechi Bo Ilecha Be'ave Anon. The Mashal explains that the three psukim that we're splitting this up into goes like this. The first pasuk is That's the first pasuk. Then the second pasuk is and The third pasuk is Mashal explains the reason why they split it up into three psukim Marava is that you should understand the shot the pasuk that ba'avoy yishma ha'am b'dabri imach means means because because the nation heard me speaking to you v'gam b'chayyaminu therefore they will believe in your nevuah forever. If it wouldn't have been a separate pasuk, we might have just thought that anoichi ba'alech b'avah anan. And the reason for that is, is a statement on its own. But now that we split it up with the two separate psukim, we know that is the reason why, is a, telling us a reason why the reason why they will believe in you is because they heard me speaking to you. And then Masha says the reason why that's a separate pasuk is because we don't find in one pasuk that Kodesh Baruch Hu talks to Moshe Rabbeinu and Moshe Rabbeinu talks to, talks to Kodesh Baruch Hu. The Svarno on this pasuk explains that the Iker lesson that the Kodesh Baruch Hu was trying to teach Klai Yisrael was the status and the type of Nevuah that Moshe Rabbeinu had over all Kol Shanavim. And there's two different types of Nevuah. Until Moshe Rabbeinu, he says all Nevuah happened either through a mara or a cholon. When a person was either sleeping or he had some sort of vision, Moshe Rabbeinu had a special, had a special level of nevuah, which was on the madrega of panim el panim. That a Baruch Hu spoke to Moshe Rabbeinu while he, while, he was completely, while he was completely aware. The Lashon of the Svarno is, which means he's still fully aware of all of his senses and he's still in full use of all of his senses. And on that, Kodesh Baruch Hu, the way Kodesh Baruch Hu taught Klai Yisrael that that madrega of Nevuah was, was an emissary madrega, was Kodesh Baruch Hu decided he's going to speak to all of Klai Yisrael on that madrega. He spoke to all of Klai Yisrael on the madrega of Panim B'Panim. That's what it says in Dvarim, Perak 
It means that Kosh Baruch Hu, in order to teach Klai Yisrael that this Madrega of Nevuah was Emes, and it was Shaykh such a high Madrega, a Kosh Baruch Hu spoke to all of Klai Yisrael on that Madrega, and therefore enabled them to realize that such a Madrega is true, and therefore they believed that Moshe Rabbeinu had such a Madrega. We're continuing in the Gemara of Lamaches Amur Aleph. The Gemara says, Amar B'yoychanan, Eina Kodesh Baruch Hu, Masha Shechinosoi, Ela Al-Gibor, Ve'oshir, Ve'chacham, Ve'onov, Ve'kulam Mimoshe. The Gemara says that Kodesh Baruch Hu is not Masha, his Shechina, only on somebody who's a Gibor, he's an Oshir, he's, he's strong, he's wealthy, Ve'chacham, he has Chachma, Ve'onov, he is humble. Ve'kulam Mimoshe, we learn, we learn that all of these things from Moshe Rabbeinu. Gibor, that they put the, the oil on top of the Mishkan. Moshe Rabbeinu was the one who put the, who put the oil on top of the Mishkan. That the Oyrech of one of the Kroshim was ten Amos. The Ran explains that if Moshe Rabbeinu himself put the oil on top of the Mishkan and the Kroshim were 10 Amos high, that means Moshe Rabbeinu himself must have been 10 Amos tall. If he was 10 Amos tall, so in his stomach he was a Gibor also. To which the Gemara answers, Ema, the Gemara rejects Ema, the Arich Vikotin, just because he was tall, it doesn't mean that he was powerful. Maybe he was tall and he was, and he was weak. So the Gemara brings a ride from the Postuk about the Luchais, the Moshe Rabbeinu threw them and he broke them. The Rosh over here asks the Kasha, why doesn't the Gemara bring a riot from the Postuk in Parshas Pikude, Perik Mem, Postuk Yudches, where the Torah says, Vayakem Moshe es HaMishkan, Moshe himself put up the Mishkan, Vayiten es HaDonov, Vayasem es Kroshav. We see that Moshe Rabbeinu himself assembled the Kroshav, he put them up. In order to pick up the Kroshav by yourself, Lechor, you have to be very strong. So why doesn't the Gemara bring a Pasuk from there? The Shittim Likubetes brings down this Kasha B'Shem Rosh and gives, suggests a Teretz that maybe pushing up the Kroshav from one side from the back, maybe it's not so difficult, and maybe we don't have a riot from there that he was necessarily so strong. The Marsha brings, brings down this Rosh, and he says a Gavaldika Teretz. He brings Rashi and Parshish Bikude, Perik Lamed Tes, Posuk Lamed Gimel. On the Posuk that says, V'yaviu es ha-mishkan el Moshe, they brought the Mishkan to Moshe Rabbeinu, es ha-oyel ve'es kol kelov, cross of cross of bricha v'amuda v'adonav. They brought, Chayiswal brought all the different materials to Moshe Rabbeinu for the Mishkan. Rashi on that Posuk says, Shaloi hoyu yucholum ha-kimo, they could not put it up. HaKadosh Baruch Hu left for Moshe Rabbeinu specifically the job of putting up the Mishkan. Since Moshe Rabbeinu was not involved in making all the different things, he, he gave Moshe Rabbeinu the job to put up the Mishkan. The, the Kroshim were so strong, nobody could put it up. Moshe Rabbeinu was the one that put them on. How is it possible for a person to lift up the Kroshim by himself? Hashem said to Moshe Rabbeinu, Asuk ato biyodcha, v'nireh kemekimo, v'hu nizka v'kam me'elav. Zehu shenema, hu kam ha-mishkan, hu kam me'elav. Medjish from Rabbi Tanchuma. Rashi brings from this medrash that Moshe Rabbeinu had it hard, had to, it was too hard, difficult for him to pick up the pick up the Kroshim. Of course, Baruch Hu had to make a nace, and it was Huka Me'ela. The Me'ela says the Marshal is Pasha to Fizeh. Why the Gemara couldn't bring a Raya from this Pasha because we don't because Moshe Rabbeinu himself didn't didn't put them up. It was it was it was it was up the nace that they were put up. The Gemara goes on to bring the pasuk ve'etpos b'shnei aluchos v'ashlichem mi'alshtei mi'alshtei yadi v'ashperem toisvus toisvus learns. That the Pshat and the Gemara Zariah is that since he was able to throw them down and break them, the fact that he was able to break the Luchas by throwing them down was enough of a, was a, is a, is a Raya that Moshe Rabbeinu was very strong. The Sheet of Bikubetes brings the Sheet of the Re'em that the Raya was not that he could break them, but that he could hold them. That was the Raya. 
The Yaivitz brings a Medrash Chazal that calls man that the letters were, were engraved into the Luchais, so the letters themselves held up the Luchais. And therefore he had Shver. How could there be a Raya from the fact that Moshe Rabbein was able to hold up the Luchais? The Luchais held themselves up. And then the Medrash continues that when the Luchais... When when Moshe Rabbeinu saw Klai Yisrael doing the Egel, the, the oisius of the Luchas themselves were paracha into the Avir, and then the Luchas became so strong that Moshe Rabbeinu had a very difficult time holding them up. So he asked, "How do we see? How do we see over here that he was that he was strong? He himself he couldn't hold them up after the after the oisius were paracha from from the Luchas." So he brings a Medrash Rabbah that says that when Aaron saw that Moshe Rabbeinu that the Luchais, that the letters were parcha, that he saw that Moshe Rabbeinu was about to drop the Luchais and throw them down on the ground, he came over and tried to stop Moshe Rabbeinu from throwing them down. And Moshe Rabbeinu had to resist the Koyach of Aaron and get away from him in order that he shouldn't be able to, you know, he shouldn't be able to throw them down. From there, the Ivan says, the Gemara is bringing a raya of Moshe's Gevura. The Gemara continues and brings a raya from Moshe's Ashirus. Because the Pasuk says, the Pasuk says, Psalicha, the Kodesh Baruch Hu told Moshe Rabbeinu to make the second Luchais. The Kodesh Baruch Hu told Moshe that he can take the Psalis, that which comes off from the Luchais, and it was made from a very valuable type of material. Moshe Rabbeinu was allowed to keep it for himself, and from that it became rich. The Yaivitz asked the Kasha, the Yaivitz asked the Kasha, that if Moshe Rabbeinu, the Gemara's the Mashmah earlier on, the Gemara says, It's Mashmah that Moshe Rabbeinu's Ashiras only came from the Psalis and Shaluchais. So he asked, how could we say, Eina Kodesh Baruch Hu, Mashu Shechinasai, Elo Al Asher? How do we know that Kodesh Baruch Hu was Mashu Shechinasai, Moshe Rabbeinu, before this? He, Moshe Rabbeinu received many Nevoahs before this time. So, how, so we see that even without the Ashiras, he was Mashu Shechinasai, on Moshe Rabbeinu. The Yavitz is Medayik from Rashi, on the Pasuk, in, in Parshas Kisisa, on the Pasuk of Psalichah, this pasuk psalichah shnei luchais avonim kavishainim. Rashi brings this this gemara, and La, Rashi adds one word, which the Yavis is medayik. Rashi is coming to be miyash of this kasha. Lashon of Rashi is misham nis asher moisha harbe. The word harbe does not appear in our Gemara. And the Yavit says Rashi added the word in order to be miyash of this. That really Moshe Rabbeinu was an usher before this happened. And the Kodesh Baruch Hu was was him more ayedei the luchais. So Mela, it's miyush of that the that the that the could be mashu shchinas on him even before this because really before he got this money he was an asher anyways. The Yavitz himself suggests another pshat in the Gemara. I'll pi jush. I'll pi the pasuk in Mishlei. The pasuk says ubedas chadarim yimalu. Pasuk means that when a person has das, so he his 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 rooms will become filled with wealth. Which means when a person has das, a person is mesugal that a kosh baruch will make him rich. And Chazal say ain ani elabedas, which means a person's true wealth is considered is is based on how much das that he has. So from the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu became wealthy, I did this, I did being being of the new luchais, the psalis from the luchais shniyos. So from the fact that he became so rich, we see that the pasuk was miskayim of bedas chadarim yimalu, and if we have a right that Moshe Rabbeinu always had das. So according to the Yavit, when the Gemara says, in the Asher, it doesn't mean an Asher in monetary wealth. It means on, on Deya. And therefore, we have a ride from here from the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu became wealthy in money is a ride that he was, was an Asher Bidas as well. And that's why Kodesh Baruch Hu was Masher Shkinasa Elav. There's a very interesting Rambam. The Rambam starts off, we have to know one of the Yisraeli Hadas is to know that the Kodesh Baruch Hu speaks to people. The Rambam seems to be quoting our Gemara. The Rambam is telling us that Nevuah is not Chal on somebody unless he's a Chacham Gadol. Gibor b'midoisav. The Kesef Mishnah is medayik loshon harambam. He says the Rambam learns that our Gemara, when the Gemara says al chacham v'gibor, gibor means a gibor midoisav that he's koyvish as Yitzroy. The Kesef Mishnah brings al pi the Mishnah and pick your that says ezehu gibor ha koyvish as Yitzroy, and therefore he says al pi zeh. We could say the Rambam also learned what the Gemara says on an Ashir. It doesn't mean literally an Ashir. It means somebody who's sameach bechelkoy, like the Mishnah says over there. 
The Kesef Mishnah goes on to ask that from the Pashas of the Gemara is not Mashmah like that. Because from the rise the Gemara brings that Moshe Rabbeinu was a Gibwa and an Ashir, it's Mashmah that's talking about physical strength and it's talking about monetary wealth. And therefore he says that it must be that the Rambam does not mean to be quoting the Gemara in the Dharm Daflam Ches. Rather the Rambam is saying his own Klolim of what a person needs in order to have Nevuah that's Chal on him, which our Gemara did not mention. So he goes on to ask, why Taka did the Rambam not mention what the Argamar mentions then? If the Rambam was talking about a different type of Gibor, a different type of, a different type of Gvura that Argamar was not mentioning, why didn't the Rambam bring Argamar that a person needs to be wealthy, the person needs to be strong? He answers up the Rosh. The Perush Rosh and Arasugya adds one word. When the Gemara says, Ena Kodesh Baruch Hu Mashish the Rosh says, Bikfils. It's Masha from the Rosh that Koshbarchu will be Masha Shechina even without these Tnaim. Just if you, if a person, if a person wants that Koshbarchu is Masha Bekfiyus all the time, a constant Hashra Shechina, then we need these four Tnaim. And the Rambam in Yad was coming not to tell me how Koshbarchu will be Masha Shechina to Bekfiyus, but rather just on a one time, on a one, just a once in a while. For that, it's enough that he just has these Tnaim of the Rambam. The Lechem Mishnah brings the Kasha of the Kesef Mishnah, and he says that we can't say that the Rambam means to answer like the Kesef Mishnah, the Rambam saying his own Klalim, which are not based on the Gemara, because the Rambam in Mer Nevuchim, when he says this, with these rules, that has to be a Chacham, that he's Gibor B'midoisav, he brings the Gemara in the Dorim, and he, that's how he, that's how he teaches the Gemara in the Dorim. And therefore, the Kesef Mishnah's questions from the Gemara, the rise of the Gemara, seem to be seem to be indicating that the Ashiras is a monetary Ashiras, and the and the Gvura is a physical Gvura. The Fizeh Adain Tzarech Iun on the Rambam. There's a very interesting Gemara that's Nogeya Arsugya in the, in the first paragraph of Basra Daf Yud Beis. The Gemara says, "Amar Rav Avdimi demin Chayfa miyom shechoru beis Hamigdash nitla nevua min Hanavim v'nitna lechachamim." From the day the base of Mikdash was destroyed, Nevuah was taken away from Nevi'im and was given over to Chachamim. The Gemara asks, Atu Chacham Lav Navihu? And the Gemara answers, Hachi Chamar Afapisha Nitla Mina Nevi'im, Mina Chachamim Loi Nitla. Rashi explains this Gemara like this. Atu Chacham Lav Navihu? The Gemara asks, Atu Chacham Lav Navihu? Vachiein Chacham Roy Lihi Yais Navi? The Kamar Mar Nitla Mina Nevi'im, Vinitna Lechachamim. Since the Gemara said that Nevuah was taken away from, from Nevi'im and given over to Chachamim, the Gemara understood from there that that originally, before the Beis Hamigdash was destroyed, Nevuah was only by Nevi'im and not by the Chachamim. And then after the Beis Hamigdash was destroyed, Nevuah was taken away from the Nevi'im and was given over to the Chachamim. Which is mashma that before the Beis Hamigdash was destroyed, Nevuah was not by Chachamim. To which the Gemara asks... Are Chachamim not roy to have to have nevuah? And the Gemara answers, Hachikamar, That was the Gemara's teretz. Rashi explains, Which means Rashi is learning that before the destruction of the Beis Hamikdash, there was nevim. Some were Chachamim, some were not Chachamim. And after the base of Mishnah was destroyed, the Nevuah was taken away from the Nevi'im, which were not Chachamim, and it was only remained by the Nevi'im that were Chachamim. That's how Rashi learns the Gemara here in Baba Basra. The Ramban brings down Shita's Rashi, and he asks Hakash and Rashi. He says, V'yesh l'hashiva, the ha'aminim b'masech d'nedorim ain't a kodesh baruch hu mashra shchinasay ella al chacham giba v'ashir. A kodesh baruch hu is only mashra shchinasay on a chacham. So how could Rashi learn into the Gemara that there's such a thing as a nevuah being chal on somebody who's not a chacham? So the Ramban answers Yesh la'ashivay she ain't a kodesh baruch hu mashra shchinasay b'loy hefsek ella al chacham. That only a chacham will have that which our Gemara says that a Kodesh Baruch was only mashvishkinasu and a chacham. That means, like we pointed out earlier on from the Rosh, that the our Gemara is talking about being mashvishkinasu bekfius on a, on a tmidi on a constant on a constant basis. But avada on a one-time shlichus says the Ramban, if a Kodesh Baruch wanted to be mashvishkinasu on a one-time basis and send a navi on a shlichus. He says, for example, Yoyna Hanavi had a one-time shlichus to Ninveh, then Lav Davka does he have to be a Chacham? It's enough that he's, the Ramban says, he's the Midah of, of a Chassid, he's the Midah of Chassidus. 
Lamaisa, the Ramban rejects the Pshat of Rashi, and he suggests his own Pshat in the Gemara. When the Gemara says, Miyom Shachar Beis Amigdash, the Ramban learns that Nevu'ah was taken away from Nevi'ah means B'derech HaNevu'ah. There's no more Nevu'ah B'derech HaNevu'ah. means that a Chacham, he could still have Nevu'ah mitoich Ruach HaKodesh. Not through a Nevu'ah, through a Cholom or through a Chazon, but rather just through the Ruach HaKodesh, which is Chal Machmas, his Chochma in Torah. The Mishnah says at the bottom of the Flamen Chesam of the Aleph, Vizan es Ishdai, Vez Bonov, Apopishahu, Chayabi Mizainaisan. It means the Madir can give, can give Mizainas, can give monetary assistance to the wife and the children of the Mudar, even though he is the one, even though the Mudar himself is Mechuyev to provide their, to provide their Parnasa. There's a big question here in the Bishainim. That we, we found in the Flamed Gimel in the Mesechta, the Gemara brought a machlek as Chanan and the Chachamim about the din of Pireya Choiva Yishel The Mishnah said that the Madir could be Pireya the Choiva of the Muda, and the Gemara was Mukim that Halacha, Davka Libu de Chanan, that says somebody who pays, somebody whose, whose husband goes to Medina Sayam, and somebody comes and pays and, and supports his wife while he's gone. So machlek as Chanan and the Chachamim. If the one who paid, if one, the one who supported the wife while he was gone can go back now and be Taiveya the husband when he comes back from Medina Sayyam. According to the Chachamim, he has a right to be Taiveya him. According to Chanan, he doesn't. The Gemara says that the Mishnah that says that somebody, a Madir, can, can be Taiveya Chaivaish of the Mudar is after going according to Chanan. Because according to the Chachamim, since after the Madir paid off the debt of the Mudar, the Mudar becomes Chayev to pay back the, the Madir, and the Madir is Moichelim, not Chayev, that's, that's considered being Mahanahim. Masha'enken, according to Chanan, that when the Madir pays the Chayev of the Mudar, that doesn't generate any Chayev between the Mudar and the Madir. He's Potter. It's Kamenech Maman Akerenatzvi, Lashon of Chanan. So therefore, it's not, he's not giving him anything by being Moichelim, because there's no Chayev anyway. He's not Chayev to pay him. The we showing them the our Gemara here, the Chayra should also Dafka going be going according to Chanan. Because over here it says that the Madir can be be Mifarnes and be Zan, the, the family of the Mudar. And, and there's no mention in our Gemara that the Mishnah is going Dafka Aliba the Chanan, not according to the Rabbanan. Toysus on the Amud points us points us out, Toysus speaks out. That if the Mish is going Daf according to Chanan, so it's good. But if the Mish is going according to the Chachamim, which the Bishonim say that it's mashu like that, so we have to say, we have to make it ukimta that really the husband does support his wife, just that the, he's paying extra, he's giving extra mezayinus to the to the to the to the wife and to the children. And therefore, even the Chachamim are moide, that now the the Mudar does not have to pay back the Madir because he's not he only has to pay back what he was Mechuyev to pay. It's not considered that he paid back his Chayv since it was considered that he since he was paying extra things that he wasn't even Chayv to pay in the first place. The Rajra in Chidushin brings down this Teretz of Taisus, and he asks two kashas. The first kasha he says is if we're talking about Mizonis Yisairim. So why does the Gemara later on, the Gemara says the somebody who is Muda Hanami Chaveiro, he can be Mesihim Esbito, he can marry his daughter. So the Gemara has two Tzadim what we're talking about. One of the Tzadim was that the Chasan is considered is the Madir, and the father of the Kala is the Mudar. And the Chirish is that by marrying the daughter of the Mudar, it's not considered that he's being Mahanehim. To which the Gemara asks, that can't be the case. Because already we learned in the Mishnah already that the Madi can go ahead and support the daughter, the children of the Mudar. So, so Koshikain, he can marry them. Hare, supporting them is much worse because when he's supporting them, he's supporting somebody, he's supporting the Chayv of the father. Mashaykin, once he marries them, it's not even the father's Chayv anymore, it's his own Chayv. The Chayv says the Rajba, if the case of the Mishnah is that he's paying extra Mizoinus, that the Mudar is not Chayvin, so then Adarabah, it's a very big chiddush to say that he can marry her. Because in the Mishnah, all we learned was that he can pay off something that the father himself wasn't even mechuyiv to pay. And the chiddush of the Mishnah was that even though L'chayra, there's some sort of a little bit of hana over here, because Lemaisa, he's helping, he's being Mahane, the wife of the Mudar, Kamash Mulan in the Mishnah, that since he's not chayv, since he's not paying something which the Mudar was chayv himself to pay, so that was Mutter. Masha'enkein, if you would go ahead and be marry his daughter, then he's, he's unburdening him of his, of his entire chayv to his daughter. 
So in Mele, the Rajba says, the Fidesz Shadam Taifus, the Gemara is not move on. The other question the Rajba asks is, if in the Lash of the Mishnah, we see not like Taifus. Because the Lash of the Mishnah is that he could be, he could be Zanis Ishtoyban of Afal Pisha Chayv Mizanis Sehem. What's the Lash on Chayv Mizanis Sehem? Chayv Mizanis Sehem is Mashma that there was a Chayv of the, of the father, of the Mudar, to be Mifanes. And if he was only paying the, the, the extra Mizanis, so there wasn't a Chayv. The male of the Rajba goes on to say his own shot. The Rajba says that when did the Rabbanon hold that Poreya Chayva Shal Chaveiroi, the Loivas have to pay back the Poreya, that's Dafka Boifan, that he pays back, but he pays the Chayv, but Toiras Peron Chayv. I mean, he goes over to the Malva and he says, I'm paying this as a Peron Chayv of, of the Loiva. Masha'en came over here, the Rajba says, he's just going over and giving them a matana. He's, he's giving them food, he's giving them parnasa. Even the Rabbanon are moide tachanon, that there's no chiyu generated back to the, back to the mudar, and therefore it's mutter by the mudar hanon. The Ran also says a very similar mahala to this Rajba. The Ran's lashon is that, that over here, even the chachamim are moide, kevin de mitzvah it. He's doing a mitzvah, therefore it's mutter. The Mashmoz is al derech this Rajba, that he's not doing it with Torah's Piron HaChoyv. Rather, his whole Kavana is time to do a mitzvah, to mefanes these people. Maisa, the Mrumay Sada asks Akasha on the Ran, that how could the Ran say it's a mitzvah? If it's a mitzvah, you have to make it ukim to the Mishnah's Dafka talking about that the family was anim. Because there's no mitzvah to go be mefanes somebody that has enough money to mefanes themselves. So he bribes Tarachim with that Akasha. The Rosh here in Sibin Dalar asks the same kasha, and he brings from Beinu Tam, he makes new kimta, that at the time that the Madir was being with Farnes, as, as Ishtar Vesbanov, the, the Muda was standing right there. And, and, he, and they didn't say anything to each other. Since he didn't say anything to the Mudar, the didn't say that I'm paying your Chayv for you, that's mashma that his Das was to give over a Matana. So it's basically the same terrace that we said from the Rajba and the Ran. Just the Rosh as the Sukimta that he's standing in front of him. Otherwise, maybe we wouldn't say Minastam that it was a Matana. We would say Minastam that his Das was to pay back the Chayv. The, the Rosh there adds another line which you don't find in the Rajba and the Ran. He says, even though he's paying, even though he's paying the Chayv, the Torah's Matana, the Rosh is still bothered that the Chayv, there's still a, a huge Han over here. Meaning, the fact that he's paying as a Matana just takes away the fact that the Muda becomes Chayv with a, chayv, with a monetary Chayv to go back to the Madi and pay him back. In a chanami, that chayv doesn't happen. But l'chayv, just the etzim, relieving the mudar of the responsibility of having to pay and support his family, that alone should be considered a hano, which is also from the ma'adi to the mudar. On that, the rush answers that we're talking about a case where they had enough money to be mitzamtzim and be support themselves. So he didn't really relieve him of any responsibility. But in a chanami, the rush holds, lu so they didn't have enough money. Then even if he gave the money, but teres matana, and the Muda didn't have any Chayv back to the Madir, still it would be Asr al the Etzim Hanah that he gave him by supporting his family for him. But the Muki Yosef says like the Rosh, and he also asks this other Kasha, that Lechayr, he's being Mahanahim, even though there's no Chayv, monetary Chayv generated to, between the two of them. Muki Yosef says, no, that Hanah that he's giving him, that he's relieving him from having to support his family, is considered, is Betoyos a Gromadeka Hanah. It's not a direct Hanah. Davka, if he would pay him Betoyos Pironin, and Lafidah Chachamim, the Muda would be Chayev to pay back the Madir. And then the Madir would go and be Moichel that Chayev to the Mudar, that Mechila is considered a direct Hanah, going straight from the Madir to the Mudar, that he's being Moichel him the money that he owes him. But when there's no Chayev Maman from the Mudar to the Madir, just that he's paying his chayv to somebody else, and that relieves him of his chayv, that's not considered a hano, that's machayv. Chayv, this is muchach, this sorrow. Because the Gemara said earlier on, Chanan, that holds there is no monetary chayv from the muda to the madir. So it was posher to the Gemara that it was mutter for the madir to pay back, to pay off the chayv of the muda. And there was a, this secondary problem of hano. We're continuing in the Gemara Be'ezra Hashem from Daflam Ches Amud Be'ez in the middle. The Gemara says, Amr Rabbi Yankov, Hamadir b'noi l'talmud Torah, mutter l'maloi s'leichavi shalmaim, u'lahadlik l'yasaner, Rabbi Yitzchak Omar, l'itzlai s'loi dog cotton. Which means somebody who's madir his son l'talmud Torah, it's mutter to fill him up a chavis of water and to light him a candle. And Rabbi Yitzchak adds, it's also mutter to cook him a small fish. 
the perish in this Gemara, there's a big machlekes rishonim. The Rosh right away brings two pshatim. The Rosh says Hamadius b'noy l'talmud Torah. He diru shelo yahana mimalachtoi u'mishimushoi kadeshi heiponi l'talmud Torah. So the Rosh learns that the pshat in the Gemara is that the father wants his son to learn Torah. And he doesn't want his son to spend any time being mishamish him and helping him out. So he asers himself from being nene from his son's shimush. And therefore his son won't, be, won't have to spend time being mishamish his father. So on that the Gemara says, There are certain melachas which are considered small melachas. Since these melachas don't take so much time, and they're not mevatel his man so much from learning Torah, so therefore we say that the das of the father wasn't on these melachas, and that's why the son is allowed to do these small things. Like, he can fill him up water, he can light him a candle, and Rabbi Yitzchak adds, he can even be he can be him a small fish. The Rosh brings a Yesh Mefarshim. The Yesh Mefarshim shehidiru aviv shalo yahana mimenu lefi shalo hayoroitze lilmoid. A different shot. The, the second shot in the Rosh is that the father was upset that his son did not want to learn. So the father made a neder that the son can't be nene from his nechassim. And on that the Gemara says it's mutter for the son to be nene from these small things because we say that since they're small, considered small hanois, Therefore, the, the, the father's das was not to, to ask him on these small things. These two pshatim are also a machloikas rambam raivid in perik vav hilchas nedarim halacha yud zayin. The rambam says, Hamadu es benoim bibnei she'enei oisek b'toyra v'nesar b'hanas aviv harei ha'av mutter l'malois loy chaviv shalmaim u'lhalik loy saner v'lits loy sloy dog cotton. The Rambam learns like the Yesh Mefarshim in the Rosh, that the father was madya, the son, from his Hanah, because the son was not learning Torah. And the Chiddush the Gemara is, that certain things are considered to be very small Hanois, and we say the father's das was not to ask the son for these things. The rivet, the rivet on the Rambam argues, and he learns that the first Pshat in the Rosh, that the Pshat was that the father asked himself to be nanah from the son, in order that the son should be open to learn. And on that, the Gemara's Mechadish, that these, these Hanois are not, are things that are not Mavatal with too much time for the son to learn. Therefore, we say the father's das was not on these, these specific pulas. The Bach and Sibin Reish Chof Gimel brings down what he says is an Afkamina between the Pshat of the Rambam and the Pshat of the Raven. He says, according to the Rambam, the only things that are mutter for the son to be nene from the father are, are small Hanois. But let's say the father owns a very chashuv piece of karka, or has a very, very chashuv piece of mamun. So then, if the Rambam, it would be it would be also for the son to be nene from that property because it's considered a big hana. And we say that when we say that these things are moto, it's only because they're considered to be small hanois. The Rambam says that are not chashuv, but a big chashuv hana is going to be also if the if the Rambam. Mashiach and the other Rishonim that learned that the father asked Hanah on himself from his son. Let's say the son owns a very chashuv piece of land, or a very chashuv piece of mammon, say a chashuv car or something. It will be mutter for the father to use it because the whole tachlis of the neder of the father was so that the son should not have to mivatel his time from learning. But if the son's not involved in the father's hanah that he's getting from the son, so l'chayr that shouldn't that that's not mivatel any time from his learning, and l'chayr it's pasha that the das of the father was not to answer that. The Ran and the Gemara learns like the other Rishon, not the Rambam, like the Ravid, and like the first Pshat in the Rosh, that the father answered this answered on himself to be nana from his son, and he brings a raya from a Tesefta in Bukhiris. The Tesefta says the Ran brings it here. Dibur Maskel Mutter Haben on the on the on the Amr here. The Ran brings it. It says, "Detanya Maisa be'echad shehirtse b'noy l'talmud Torah." He wanted his son to learn Torah. V'hidiroi mila asoyis melacha. V'hitiloi Rabbi. V'hitiloi Yosi b'Rabbi lemalois leichavi shalmaim with a halik leisaner. The Mashmaus is that he that he the Mashmaus is like the like the Ran said that, that there was a boy who his father wanted him to learn Torah. V'hidiroi mila asoyis melacha. He asked his son from doing malacha for him, and on that, and then on that, Rabbi Yosi said, Yosi Rabbi said, it's mutter for the son to be malahim chavi shalmai with halik leisaner. 
The Kesef Mishnah on the Rambam brings down this Raya from the Rishonim, and he's miyashat of the Rambam, a different way of understanding the words of the Tosefta. That when the Tosefta says, V'hidiroi milasais melacha, it means that he answered the son from his own nechosim if the son does melacha. Whereas according to the Ran, the Pshat and the Tosefta is, V'hidiroi milasais melacha means he answered the son from doing melacha for him, because so he shouldn't be nana from it. The, the, the Rambam is going to learn that he answered the son from doing any melacha, not only for himself. He answered the son from doing melacha, and he said to the son, if you do melacha, so I'm not allowing you to be nana from any of my nechasim, in order to make sure that the son will continue learning Torah. And on that, Yosef Berebi said that it's mutter for the son to be memale achavi shalmaim, and to be madlik aner on behalf of of the father, because these are malachas that are considered small, small malachas, and, and that's not enough of a, of a tirch of malacha that the ned there on the, the chasm of the father is going to be held towards the ben. The Kesef Mishnah speaks out that there's a basic difference in Pshat in the Gemara and how to read the Lashon of the Gemara, Bein Lefi the Rambam and the Ravid. According to the Rambam, the Lashon of the Gemara, Hamadir B'noi Lit Talmud Torah, Mutsu Lamalus Leichoviz V'chulei, means, the Lamed of Lit Talmud Torah means because of. Hamadir B'noi Lit Talmud Torah means because of his not learning Torah, that's why he made the nether. According to the Ravid, it means that he should go ahead and learn Talmud Torah. The Rishon and the Maisa bring a Raya from this Lashon because they think it's Masha more like the Ravid. But the Kesav Misha says that he was Miyashal Fidi Rambam, the Lashon, the Lamed, the beginning of the word Talmud could also mean Lisha'avar, that because of what happened with regards to the Talmud Torah. Another raya that we show him bring against the Rambam is from the Yushalmi. The Ran brings it a little bit further from the Ran we read before. It's Yushalmi Musech the Bikurim. It says, Hamadiyas B'noi L'Talmud Toya, which is exactly the same Lashon of our Gemara. Mutu L'Malos L'Chavi Shalmayim, L'Vahadlik L'Yasaner, Rabbi Yankov Ba'idi B'Shem Rabbi Yechanan, Af Likech L'Chafatzim Min HaShuk. He could even buy him, not only could he fill him up water and light a candle for him, he could even buy him Chafatzim Min HaShuk. And the Gemara Yushami goes on to explain that the reason why he's allowed, the only people he's allowed to buy things from the Shuk for is either an Ish, who's not accustomed to going to the Shuk to go shopping himself, because of his Chashivus, or an Stam Isha, a Stam Isha is not considered, a, not considered as normal for her to go to the Shuk. So on those people, it's mutter for the Mudar to, to, to go shopping in the Shuk for him. Now, if the Rambam, the Mudar is the, the son. So what does the Gemara of Yushami mean if it's not normal for the Mudar, if he's a man or if he's an Isha, it's not normal for it to go to the Shuk. The Mudar of the Rambam is the son who, who the father wants him to learn Torah and he answered, he answered his Hana on the son because he didn't want to learn Torah. It's Mashmah more like the Rishonim that hold that the Mudar is the parent of the child and on that the Gemara is saying that if the, if the parent of the child was not normal for him to go to the Shuk by himself to buy things from the Shuk, even though the parent Asked on himself, Hanah from his child, it's mutter for the child to go do, do, do shopping in the shuk for him. The, the Bach and the Taz, they, they, answer for the, they answer on behalf of the Rambam that it has to be at the Rambam learned that since our Gemara didn't add this last line, that, it, that this last line about going to the shuk, it's Mashmur to the Rambam that the Bavli had a different understanding in this Memra, in this Halacha, and therefore the Rambam passed him like a Bavli over the Yushalmi. The Bach and Simon Reishchaf Gimel points out a very interesting thing, Bedas Rambam. L'chayr is Muchach in the Rambam, that if somebody would aser on anybody, Hanasoi, we will never say that on small, on small Hanois, it's mutter for that person to be nana from him. L'chayr that if somebody asers on himself, that there's anything that's, anything that's mutter for the muda to be nana from the madir. Dafka here in this case, something's different that allows us to say in the Gemara that he's allowed to be nana from these small Hanais. Bishma, if the other we showing him, we understand. Because the whole reason for that Isra Hana is to make sure that the son's not mevatal in his time from learning. So we said these things are not mevatal so much as man from his learning. So these things were not nechal in his nether. But if the Rambam that learns that the father ossered his Hana onto his son... So what makes us say that the that the son is allowed to be nana in these small Hanois? So the Bach says, Al-Kohar al is, that when the motivation of the nether was that the son didn't learn Torah, so we say the father only had das on big things. 
on, on small little things, we're not going to say that the father had so much, so much anger that he answered such everything. Yeah, he meant to answer the son big things, not the small things, which is a tremendous chiddush. So the Bach, so the Bach and the Taz and the Shach all, all speak out that the feet of Pesach of the Shulchan Aruch, which the Shulchan Aruch paskins like the other Rishonim, not like the Rambam. He passes like the other Rishonim that learn that the father Asar himself from being Nene from the, from the Hano of his son. What, what would they hold in the case of the Rambam? Luyitzur, the father would Asar the son from being Nene from him. There's no makor and there's no reason to think that the son shouldn't be Asr on all Hanois, just like we would have thought Lule the Gemara, Fi the Rambam. Because there's no Gemara being Mechadish to us that this Chiddish, that the father only had Das to ask the big things. So in Mel, they speak out that it comes out, according to the Das of Shulchan Aruch, which we Paskin like, that if the father would answer his son from being nana from him because the son didn't learn Torah, so the son is going to be answered from all things, and we're not going to hold like the Rambam at all. It got to be that. As is Hashem, we're going to continue now. Vaiter in the Gemara. The Gemara says, "Amr Rabbi Yirmiyah, Amr Rabbi Yechinan, Hamuda Hanami Chaveri, Mutur LaHashkoisoi Koishel Shalom." You're allowed to give him a Koishel Shalom. My Nihu, what is a Koishel Shalom? Hachat Hagimu Koishel Beis Ha'Avel. Over here, which means in Bavel, they said that it means a kois from the base Ha'avel. And B'marava in Eretz Yisrael, Amri Koishel Beis Ha'merchatz, the kois of the base Ha'merchatz. The Rosh explains, Koishel Beis Ha'avel, Shiregilim Lishtois Sham Kida Aminan Psachim Biksubas Asara Koisus B'Beis Ha'avel. V'im Ha'avel Muda Heimenu Hana'a Mutul Ha'elich Shama Ya'in the Mitzvah Ka'avid V'lo'imati Le'hana'a Kol Kach L'avel Kimurubim Ha'shoisim. The Rosh explains that the kois that we're talking about, the Beis Ha'avel, is referring to a Gemara in Ksubis, Dav Chesam I'm going to go in a little bit to the Sugya in, in Ksubis that deals with this kois. The Gemara says in Ksubis, Dav Chesam Tana, Asara Koisos Tiknu Chacham Bebeis Ha'avel. The Chachamim were masakin ten different kois for an, for an Ovel to drink. Shloisha Koidem Achila, three of them are before he eats, in order to make him hungry, in order to arouse his appetite. Three of them are during the meal, while he's eating. In order to help digest the food. And four cups of wine after the achila. Each cup is connected one of the brachas in Birch HaMosim. Rashi explains... Asara Koisos, what was the purpose of this Takana of Asara Koisos for an Avel? Laharbois loy bishtia, in order that he should drink a lot of wine, kidirsiv, tnu sheikha loivid viyain lamari nefesh. The Pasuk says in Mishle, Periglamet Aleph, that we should give wine to people who are mari nefesh, people who are feeling bitter, who are sad. So, Kosh Baruch created wine for them to drink in order to help them feel better. So, Mel Chazal were masakin the Esar Koisos in the base Avel. The Gemara, the Brisa continues, Haisifu Aleim Arba. They added another four cups onto those original ten. The Gemara explains what those four cups were for. I'm going to skip that for now. They start. They started doing these extra four cups, and they began. They started getting drunk. They started getting drunk in the base of Avil. They went back to the way that it used to be before. Rashi explains, Rashi learns that they went back to the original Takana of ten Koisis. So the Fi Rashi comes out, this Takana of Asara Koisis is still in effect. The tour in Hilcha in Yeridea, Simon Shin Ein Hei, I'm sorry, brings that the Ramban is chaylik on Rashi. The Ramban learns means that they went back to the way it was originally, before any Takana, and the only wine that the Avil drinks is the wine that he needs to drink the Shasta Suda in order to help him digest his food. But any other wine, before or after, we don't let him, we were move to that Takana because of Shichrus. The Rambam in Hilchus Avel, Perak Yud Gimel Halacha Ches, writes, Ein Shoisin Bebeis HaAvel, Yeser Al Asara Koisos, Lekol Echad Veechad, Shloisha Koidem Achila, Veshloisha Betoich Achila, Vearba Achar Achila, Velo Yosef, 
Shema Yishtaket. The Rambam brings down the halacha, this idea of this halacha of ten kaisas, but he writes it in a very interesting way. He writes it not that there's a takana that they should drink ten kaisas. He writes one is not allowed to drink more than ten kaisas in the base of them. We're going to explain that in a minute, but first. I'll read the Rambam, a different Rambam. That Rambam was in Hilchas Avel Perik Yud Gimel Halacha Ches, and this there's another Rambam in Hilchas Avel Perik Dalit Halacha Vav, where there the Rambam starts begins off explaining the din of an Oynin, that somebody who's an Oynin and he's not allowed to do mitzvahs, and who then he cannot drink any basar, he can't eat basar, he can't drink, he can't drink wine. Then the Rambam writes Nikbar Hames. Once the mace is buried, Harezem Mutolecho Basar. He's now permitted to eat Basar. And he can drink Yain Me'at Kedelishoist Achilash Bemeav Avaloi Lir Voice. Here the Rambam writes that he's allowed only to drink the enough wine that he needs in order to help digest the food, but not Lirav is not in order to give him uh, more enjoyment from the wine. Here the Rambam seems to paskin like the Ramban. Interesting that in, in Perak Yud Gimel, Halacha Ches, the first Rambam that I read, he seems to go with Rashi, that the Eser Koises are still in effect. The original Takana of ten Koises was not in bottle. Here the Rambam seems to be going with the Ramban, that the only yain that's mutter to drink, Halacha Lamaisa, is the wine that he needs in order to help digest his food. The Lechem Mishnah here in the Rambam Perak Dalit explains, Pshat in the Rambam is, the Rambam was Mesupik, he wasn't sure when the Gemara said, did the Gemara go back to the way it was originally, the Eser crisis like Rashi, or did the, or was the Pshat like the Ramban, the, the Chazal Mavatel entirely, the whole Takana of all the extra crisis. So that's why in, in Perk Yudalid, the Rambam said, don't drink more than 10. He wrote it, don't drink more than 10. He didn't say, drink 10. Because he holds you should not drink 10 kaisas because he has a tzad that maybe we pass him like the Ramban's shita that the Chazal Mavata the Eser crisis. But for sure not more than 10 because nobody learns that more than 10 is mutter because for sure at least the extra four were nisbatel. Masha'enken, halacha dalit, he's telling you, in Perak dalit, he's telling you what to do l'chatchila. L'chatchila, once the mace is nikvar, so it's mutu l'chatchila to drink wine b'shas suda because that wine is not, k'day liravas, is not in order to help him enjoy himself, and male, there's no chashash, he's going to come to shichrus. The prisha, in the tour there, at Sibin Shinayin Ches, asakasha, on the Ramban. The Ramban, the Lush of the Gemara is that because of Shechrus, so Chazal Mavatal Takana, and the Ramban said, the Ramban brings the Gemara Psachim that says that the wine, Shalachar Hamazon, is Meshachar, wine that a person drinks after he's finished eating the meal causes Shechrus. So he asks on the Ramban, why then did Chazal Mavatal the wine also from before the Suda? The Gemara says that they drank three cups before the Suda and four cups after. So Bishlam, the four cups after the Suda, we understand those cups cause Shechrus. Why did Chazal Mavatal the three cups before the, before the Suda. So the preacher gives two terutzim. The first terutz, he says, is that they were only noyeg to drink wine before the Suda if they were planning on drinking wine after the Suda. But if they were not going to drink wine after the Suda, which they're not anymore because they can't, so mainly they don't drink wine before. He writes himself that's a doyeg terutz, and instead he, he suggests the other terutz that that, that that which the Chazal said that the wine after the meal is mishacher. It's not lafuke the wine before the meal. Kol shakein the wine before the meal before he eats mishacher. Even the yain laachar suda is mishacher. So mainly that explains why Chazal coming to Rambam revatel also the wine from before the suda. The Maisa, the Rosh in our sugya explains the Gemara of Mutul Hash Koisai Koishal Sholem, which means Koishal Beisa Avel. He explains that it's Mutul for somebody to bring the Eser Koisas to the Beisa Avel, even though the, even though the Avel is a Muda Hana to the one who's bringing the, the wine. It's Mashma a little bit that the Rosh is going out there at Rashi. Because Lafi the Ramban, there is no more Eser Koisis. The, the Eser Koisis would be Zbatla already by the Tanaim in the Brais and Ksubis. And this Gemara is, is Amirayim talking. It's a little bit the Rosh went al Derech Rashi. Lamaisa, Lagabi Pshat in the Gemara. What exactly is the Gemara talking about? There's Machlekes here, Rosh and the Ran. The Rosh learns, like we mentioned before, that Mutul Havi Yain means that the Madir can bring wine to the base HaAvel. He can bring from his own wine and give it to the base HaAvel. And the Rosh writes seemingly two different explanations. Maybe it's one explanation that's not so clear to me. What is the Pshat? Why is it mutter for the Madi to bring the wine? He writes that, first of all, it's a mitzvah. And he also writes, Because the, the Avel, There's lots of Shoysim. 
Stam of the Rosh means there's, there's more than one Avil. There's lots of different people here uh, sitting Shiva. And therefore, they're going to split all the wine and how much wine is actually going to go to Drechit to the Mudar. The Ran here on the Sugya is Choylech. The Ran learns that it's Osir for the Madya to bring his own wine to the base Avil. The only thing the Gemara is being Matir is that he can take the wine of the Mudar himself and he can be Mashka him. He can be Mishamish him with the Kois and help him drink. And Huadin, the same thing with the next Gemara of Koshal Beis Amerchatz means he can be Meshamishim, but he can't give him from his own thing. And the Ran, the Ran says, is Mamish Doimit to what the Gemara right before was talking about by somebody who is Madir, his son, that he can't be Nene from his son. It, it meant that the son was allowed to be Meshamish, the father, by giving him a candle, by giving him, by being him Dag. It didn't mean that the son can give him his own things. It meant that he can be Meshamishim with the father's things. But to give him from his own Nechassim, that would already be considered being, being Mahanahim with his mammon. The Ran says something also which I find difficult to understand. When he explains the reason why is it mutter for the Madhya to be Shamashim with these things, he writes because it's Darke Sholom. It could be that he means to say that it's not considered Hanno because this is just the way people act in order to be friendly. It's, a, it's considered a polite thing to do and therefore it's not considered he's being Mahanahim. It could be that's the Pshat. The Rambam in Hilchas Nedarim Perek Vav Halacha Yud he writes Umuter Ruven Lishtois Kois Shel Tanchumin Miyadoi Shel Shimin Ruven can drink. Reuven is the mudar. He can drink wine from the hand of Shimon. The hand of Shimon is pouring him the wine into his mouth. Michel Reuven. The Rambam adds in the words Michel Reuven. The Rambam is learning Alderech the Ran. That it's, that it's also for the Madir to give the mudar from his own wine. It's only a heter for the Madir to be Mishamish the mudar with the koisel, with the koisel of the base Avel. Also, it's not considered a hano, just to be mishamishim. The rivet here seems to be chelik on the Rambam. The rivet writes, Mashmah, the rivet didn't understand what we pointed out in the Rambam. Maybe he had a different Gyusa. I think the Radvaz here points out that the Ravid must have had a different Gyusa. Because the Ravid the Ravid's learning in the Rambam, like the Rambam's going out there the Rosh. That he's giving him from his own, from his own drink, from his own from his own mashka. And he's asking on the Rambam, why is it why is that mutter? And on that the Ravid says maybe the Rambam means that he's that he's just being mashka him from the wine of the Mudar. Well, the Fiar Girsa, it's Kimat Mufush in the Rambam, and the Rambam's talking about that the Muda, the Ruven, is the one that owns the wine. We're continuing now at the, at the two dots at the bottom of the Yomud. The Mishnah brought a Machlaikas Rabbi Lezer and the Chachamim, whether it's Muta for the Madir to, to be Zan, a Behemat Mea of the Muda. The Ran explained that the whole Machlaikas, Rabbi Lezer and the Chachamim, is Dafka to give, whether or not it's Mutter, to give the behema Yoyser Mikdei Chayev, which means more than the behema needs to live. The Hainu, the, ba- the owner of the behema is providing the behema Tmeya with what he needs to live on, and the Madir is coming and giving him extra food. On that, Rabbi Lezer held that it was Mutter, on the behema Tmeya, because the behema Tmeya is not Oymet for Pitum. It doesn't, he's not Nene, he's not Nene from the fact that the behema is becoming really, really big and really, really fat, because he doesn't eat the behema. The behema, the whole Tachas of behema Tmeya is just that he should do Chrisha. Mashenka and a behemoth tahoira, which is oimit to eat. So then, even a religious moida, that the extra pitum, the extra fattening up of the animal, is, a, is considered a hana to the mudar. Based on that, back, based on that background, the, the Gemara now brings a brisa. Tanya Yoshua ish uza oimer, zan avado v'shiv choysav haknanim, v'lo yozun es behemtoi bein temeya bein tahoira. My time avdo v'shiv choysav aknanim lemancharusa avidan behema lepituma avida. So the Ran explains that Rabbi Shua Ish Uza holds like the Chachamim who argues on Rabbi Yezer, and he's coming and he's telling Rabbi Yezer he's speaking. He's speaking to Rabbi Yezer. He's saying avada behema temeya even yosem b'kedei chayav is also to be mefar is also for the matter to be zan. But avodah v'shiv of aknanim. If the mudar owns avodim and 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 shvachos, then that's mutter to feed them avada only yosim b'kedei chayev, like the Ran explained the shitasoi. But kedei chayev, even by avodah, to give them there's etzim sustenance that we need to live on. 
that is also even by Avada Vashiv Chais of Akananim. And the Ran explains both these halachas by side by by Behematmeya and who are by Avadov. He can't give Kadeh Chaya because then he's Mamash being Mahaned, the he's Mamash being Mahaned, the Muda, because he's keeping his he's keeping his uh, his Avadim and his Behem alive. But if he's if he's just giving him Yasim Kadeh Chayev, it's not considered it's it's not considered a Hana. And the Chachamim and who are Dinah Rishub and Uzar Khilek by Behematmeya. They hold that that by Behematmeya even Yasim Kadeh Chayev is Asr, the Pitum is Asr, and the Avadim there they're moid that it's Mutter. And, the, and he gives the explanation, he says because Behema a behema is is oimid lepitu, and the gemara based on the gemara before explained that even though he can't eat it, even though the muda can't eat the behema tamea, but he can still sell the behema tamea to somebody else, to hainu to a to a goy. Masha'en kain avado v'shivchoyz v'kananim are oimed liman charusa, and on this there's two gears in the Rishonim. The Ran brings two gears. There's one gear that we have man charusa. That the Ran explains means it's not oimed for achila when it dies. Meaning a behemot he can sell to a goy, and the goy can eat it when it dies. Masha'en kain an eved or a shivcha is oimed liman charusa. The Ran learns it means lashon nechira ba'alma. Which, which means when it dies, people just leave it and they don't use it at all. Therefore, there's no hano at all for the evidence shivcha to be nisfatim, to be fattened up by the extra food. So that's mutter even according to the Chachamim who argue on Abeliezer. And the other gears that the Ran brings is not man charusa, but man, man karusa, which means the whole job of an Evid is just to go around cleaning the house and to be mishamish the, the odun. So for that, it does, it does, he doesn't gain it all by the extra pitum. You have been listening to the Shiurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the Daf worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a Daf or Masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.